One Thing, a smart meetings podcast that provides you with a shortcut to the top of the events world by asking successful people what made the difference in their careers and lives. I'm JT Long. I'm Vice President and Content Director at Smart Meetings, and we have a treat for you today. Author and luxury researcher Neen James spoke at our event in Florida last year and started a rousing discussion about how we as meeting professionals can really add value to our attendee and stakeholder lives. Her book, Attention Pays is a primer on driving profitability, productivity, and accountability by paying extraordinary attention personally, professionally, and globally. I knew we had to get her on the podcast to talk about how that applies to events because this is powerful stuff. Neen, thank you for joining us today. G'day, gorgeous. What a treat it is to serve you and Marin. Do know how to rock the events that you do. And the ones that I've experienced have always had the luxury touch so you know you speak in my language (laughs) well would you start by just defining what is luxury you know luxury is an interesting word jt because our listeners some people love the word and some people have that kind of reaction right and here's how it is defined and the reason i can say it's defined is because i'm the only one who's ever done proprietary research study in how people think about luxury the luxury mindset and here's what we discovered of the hundreds of leaders that we interviewed there were key characteristics of luxury. Luxury is high quality, long lasting, authentic, indulgent, and unique. And when you think about what we get to do when we stand in service of an audience and create experiences that last a lifetime and think of us as leaders in this industry, we want to be able to create memories that last forever. We want to have qualities that are beautiful, high quality products. We want to have authentic connections. That's part of what you believe at Smart Meetings. And we do love to indulge our meeting professionals and our business partners who are so important to us. And I think at Smart Meetings, meetings, one thing that I noticed about the one that I was involved in was it was very unique. So you're already providing luxury, but as a meeting professional, we have to think about how can we make it even more special? How can we think about elevating everything? That's a really key word here because you know what luxury feels like when you get it, right? But you also know what it feels like when you don't. So let's bring more luxury in every day. Oh, we couldn't agree with that more. Marin is a big proponent of that, both in the definition of indulgent, but also in the definition of really personalizing and understanding what's important and valuable to everyone who attends. So can you give me some examples of what can make people feel special regardless of their mindset? Well, think about this. Every person we know on this planet wants to be seen and heard. Isn't that what we all want? And so as meeting professionals, we have this privilege of being able to help people feel seen and noticed and understood. So here's a couple of really easy ways we can all do it. Think about even the marketplace you set up. You did a brilliant job of letting people choose the amenities that they wanted to gift themselves. It's definitely more sustainable. It's definitely a great way to highlight our business partners who are generously providing. But we could not only choose our snacks, our beverages, but we could choose the things we wanted to take home. 
that that makes people feel special because they're involved in the tailoring, the customization, highly just for them. Think about things like, gosh, this starts even before the event. Think about all of the pre-communication that we give them, the know before you go, just the simplicity of using people's names and getting it right, right? Another thing, JT, that I noticed when I checked in was you were right there. You were there greeting everyone. You were personalizing each interaction and it was like a family reunion. And so when you think about when meeting professionals get together, it is the safest place for us because we can finally talk to people about the challenges we're facing. We can finally share the good, the bad and the ugly side of what it is that we do. And so to make people feel special, I think the other thing we need to be very conscious of with meeting professionals and some of our business partners is the luxury of time. Time is a luxury and we are so used to going crazy speeds, working 24-7 during an event. You know all the crazy that leads into an event. And what I want to encourage us to think about to make these meetings more special is let's build in more downtime. Let's build in more time that takes care of the individual. That's how we make people feel special. Offering sound bath meditations, yoga sessions, walks in nature, all the things you build into your agendas. We need more of that this year because if we want people to feel special and enjoy the luxury of them investing and coming to one of our events, we want to make sure they feel taken care of. That is how you make people feel special. That is special. And I know there's so many people that we just email with all the time. And so to be able to see them in person and maybe get a hug and (laughs) it it makes all the difference. Yep. Do you know there is a profession where people will cuddle you? Like there are professional cuddlers. It's a certification you can get. I swear it's real. And I think that that is fascinating, right? So think about how we are as a community of meeting professionals in the hospitality industry. You know, my clients, I do a lot of work in luxury travel and hospitality. And with all the meeting professionals I get to work with, they give you that cuddle when they first meet you, that connection point. That's what we crave. And so we want to really highlight all the senses as much as we can when it comes to luxury and making people feel special. Absolutely. And Marin feels very strongly that we have the right sense in the room. We have Mm -hmm. the right music playing so that you're immersed in this cocoon of just care. Right. Yeah. The five senses are vital in elevating a luxury experience. Absolutely. Another trick that you mentioned is starting the attention before attendees even walk in the door and the follow-up after the event. You said use their right name in the email. That's a big one. What are some other things that we can do to make them feel cared for beginning to end? So I have this process called BDA, which is before, during, and after. And we can all apply this. And what I'd encourage you to consider when you finish listening to this podcast is grab your team and do a quick ideation session and think about what are some things we could do before we start connecting with people on site? What are things we can do during our event and what can we do after? I think we're really good at the communication piece. We are great with our know before we go. We have great email lists. We can customize that. We're often really great on site as well. That's where we shine. But where I think meeting professionals could enhance this is what they do after. So let me give you some examples. Before the event, leverage your speakers. I know that I, as a keynote speaker, always do a promotional video for my client. I give my email address in the video. I connect with people on social media. I make sure I know the theme and it's embedded in all of my conversation. Leverage your speakers before they get there. They have their own communities and platforms. Get people to connect with them directly. Think about videos, vignettes, business partner opportunities, things that you can do so that they also feel, I'm so excited about this event. You know who's really good at this is Al High. 
the Associated Luxury Hotel International. They have these fantastic ways that they even send mood boards about the dress codes. Then during the event, think about elevating everything. It's not about the quantity of the amenities. It's about the quality. Really think about if you're doing gifting, make it so thoughtful, not just the same old, same old, right? Because you know, as many professionals, we get a lot of those things ourselves, but also we want to do something that is unique. So think about even your gifting station. But this is also during the event where you can think about using those five senses. I mean, you had a drone show at the event that I was at. Talk (laughs) about way to impress from a side point of view. But think about those little touches like the flowers, the candles, even the chime that people use to bring people back from break. Let's think about engaging the senses during our time together as well, but also build it into your system right? So think about what you can be doing on site to also get people excited about what happens next. Encourage your speakers. Now, obviously, as a keynote speaker, I'm sharing this because these are things that I do, but make sure your speaker is available to sign the books, take the selfies, really, if they can stay for a little longer so they can enjoy that extra deeper conversation with people. But then also think about what's going to happen afterwards. You know, I'm a huge advocate for accountability. So I always have a accountability partners in my keynote. And I encourage people to reconnect 30 days after the event. But there are ways as meeting professionals, we can leverage this by encouraging accountability. What are they going to do as a result of what they heard, of the relationships they built, of the connections they made? Give them accountability process. That leads to our after step. What videos do you send after? What emails? What surveys? What connections? This is where Outhire is also really great. I know I've spoken at several of their events and they do a room drop with my book and a lovely bookmark. What a beautiful thing. And then for one event that I spoke at for them, they sent a care package to everyone after the event. And so it was like Christmas all over because there was some of the speakers' books. There was I'd sent little koalas. They loved that. They clipped onto their computer. But I think what you want to get creative about is also making things physical. In our digital world, analog gets attention. And so if we can have a handwritten note, if we can send a parcel, if we can do a room drop, if we could do something where I can touch something, it makes it more tangible. So how are we as event professionals, how are we making our experiences more tangible, leveraging the senses, the chair fabrics, the beautiful linens? I know Marina's big on colored linens and flowers. Like, let's think about all the things we can do before, during and after our events to really elevate our events this year. Absolutely. It's just in a conference where we're talking about in a world where everything's becoming AI and frictionless, people actually want more friction. They want more sense of touch. They want more reasons to to stop a moment and have a human conversation. And in fact, they want things that aren't shiny perfect. They want to see the little bit of a flaw so that they know a human was involved. Oh my God, I can, this is so true because think about this, JT. Like I get a gazillion direct messages on my stories because stories on Instagram is the peak behind the curtain, right? It's not polished. It's like me running or traveling or whatever I'm doing that's crazy. I get so many comments on that. And yes, I have a beautiful curated grid on Instagram. So it looks really fancy if you go to the grid. But what people really want is the peak behind the curtain. And so we can leverage that because people want the unpolished video. And so for example, as a meeting, uh, as a keynoter, I always, 
shoot a very short video as soon as I arrive at property and say to the meeting planner, I'm here, I'm excited, thank you for my room. And it's just shot on my iPhone and text. I mean, it's not fancy and it's probably got travel hair and makeup if that's a thing. And so it doesn't look glamorous, but they feel safe that I'm on site. We can leverage personal videos so easily through texting, right? And there's lots of ways you can do that. But what I want us to think about is all those touch points. Even for example, don't do the same breakouts you always do. Don't do the same seating arrangement. We need to get more clever and bring more of that connection. Remember I said luxury is about authentic. It's about unique. We need to bring more luxury into our education as well. People want Q&A. They want to access the speaker. They want to hear from multiple thought leaders. They don't want the same old, same old. And I think that forces us all to ask more of the experts and thought leaders we bring in. Let's elevate it so that we think about more that touch, that connection, that peek behind the curtain. That's what we crave. Absolutely. And and we, we take such good care of our attendees, but you have also mentioned that maybe we need to think about taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves. How can we make our own lives as planners easier by paying attention? If you are not well, you will not show up well. And most meeting planners that I am privileged to know and work with, they are phenomenal at creating experiences and memories for people that last a lifetime. And some of them suck at taking care of themselves. They are sleep deprived. They're eating protein bars while they're walking through the halls. They're not drinking enough water. They sleep is just like not even a thing, right? And so one of the things we have to consider is your energy is contagious and your confidence is driven by your energy. And so you can put on as much concealer as you want to try and cover up those ugly big bags under your eyes from no sleep. But the reality is that you need to really focus on managing your energy first because you are this beautiful vessel where you are giving out all this amazing energy, which is contagious at your event. And I'm not trying to get woo-woo. I'm just saying we have to really focus. When I One of the podcasts I love that you did was with Dr. Romy and her, her brilliant new book on the busy brain is great. But she was talking about on the podcast about not compromising sleep as her one thing. And so what I think we need to think about as meeting professionals is we have to protect our energy leading into an event, but we also have to build recovery after an event. So one of the ways to love yourself is to schedule recovery, schedule recovery when you can. So if you have the luxury of staying a little extra on site after everybody has left, book yourself into the spa and do the treatments that you can. Don't be booking the red eye flight. See if you can sleep in the bed and actually get a, a deep night's sleep before you go home to your your furry babies and your you know people that love you. And think about that self-care as a system that you build in, right? Which also means that if you have a massive event, you've got to schedule time off. And for those of you running from one event to the next, by the time you get to the second and third event, that audience is not getting your best energy. So let's manage our energy and really take care of yourself. And that means protecting your calendar, thinking about your flight schedule and protecting your staff. One of the event professionals I love is when she's on site, she's also very diligent about telling her team to go take naps, about scheduling their shifts. And I love that about her. So think about really protecting your team on site as well, because they are the face of what's happening. And they hear when they're moaning about the coffee or the temperature, right? They hear everything. We often only hear some of the negative stuff. That negative energy gets to us. So as a team, we also have to really take care of each other. And one of the ways we can do that is starting with ourselves. 
Nice, nice. Well, you travel a ton. What is your secret for always looking so fresh and ready to go? (laughs) I believe you're on before you're on, meaning I'm always on. If I run into someone at the airport at 5 a.m. in the morning, I have to look like I am on. So from the moment I step foot out of my house, I have to be ready, which means I have to be awake. I have to look some decent. And it could be that I'm on like a red eye with someone, even though I said don't take those flights. But the reality is that I am always on. And so what that means is I have to be fully present for whoever I could run into. Because I run into audience members, clients, business partners, in the supermarket, in the airport, in all, and I'm traveling all over the world. And so I feel like if you always think about your on, which means not being on devices. So I've challenged myself not to have my face in my phone at the airport, to be really present about what's going on around me, to notice what's happening because we have responsibilities because we see the world very differently. And so one of the things that I focus on is being really present. So you're on before you're on. So think about it's going like show business what we do from the moment you leave your house until you get back into your own house or your hotel room you're on because you know this you step out of your hotel room at a on, on site and someone has a question for you right so that's one of the things that I do and like Dr. Romy I protect my sleep I am a girl who needs my sleep so I will say no to uh, some events before I speak to ensure that I've got the best energy when I speak very very wise so this show is called what one thing because we bring on smart people and we we ask the one thing that made the difference in your life and what our community of smart people can learn from that. How can they apply your one thing to their lives? My whole career, growing up in my corporate career, having my own company and speaking all over the world as a luxury expert, I walk into every room and I assume everyone wants to play with me. I always have. And that level of confidence makes other people feel really comfortable. But all my meeting planners call me the energizer bunny, right? Because I am being asked to bring energy to that audience. And so when I'm on stage or whether I'm at the airport waiting for my flight, that same energy and confidence needs to be seen and felt because our energy and our confidence is contagious. So what we want to be able to do is think about, you don't have to be an extrovert to do this business. So many of the meeting professionals I know are introverts. You don't have to be the talkative person or the most outgoing, but what you have to be is confident. And that quiet, beautiful confidence helps other people feel really great about you and what you do in the world. So I would say walk into every room and assume everyone wants to play with you. You deserve to be in that room. You deserve a seat at the table and somebody needs to hear your wisdom today. Be the golden retriever of meeting planners. (laughs) I love that. Oh, Marin would say the Aussie doodle of the Aussie of meetings, doodle of meetings Yes. <laughs> well, you exude that confidence and you really do bring energy and life and love and wisdom to everyone that you meet. I thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a treat chatting with you. It's an absolute privilege. Thank you for everything that you're doing to really elevate what we do as a profession and to create these luxury experiences. It is such a treat to be at one of your events. Thank you and have a fabulous day. You too. Smart Meetings What One Thing was produced by Bright Business Media. Visit smartmeetings.com to subscribe to your daily dose of inspiration. 